You are listening to Love Your Practice with Dr. Laura Mock. I'm a general dentist, a practice owner, and a certified life coach. I teach women who own dental practices to lead with intention and literally fall in love with their businesses. Keep listening and you will see how learning to love your practice turns into loving your life too. Hey you guys, Dr. Laura Mock here. You might have noticed things are looking and sounding different over here. I've rebranded the podcast. Now it's simply called Love Your Practice. As a life coach, I know how to teach you to love your practice, to be the best leaders that you can. And when you do that, you're going to love your life too. So listen in. It's still the same old me in there. And I'm just going to keep on trying to make your life better over here. We'll see you on the other side. Hello, I'm Dr. Laura Mock. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Love Your Practice. Today, I'm going to be talking about, well, it's a follow-up episode to the one two episodes ago, which was a bonus on, it was called, Listen As I Process Being Criticized. And so if you haven't heard that one yet, you might want to go back first and listen to that episode. Otherwise, if you're just down to chill here with me and listen along, just know that if I'm saying something that doesn't make any sense to you, it probably is related to that other episode. So today the name of the podcast episode is On the Temptation to Give Up. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. But first, I just want to make one tiny announcement. Okay, hang with me for a minute. I have been creating an online community of female dental practice owners on Facebook. It's just called Love Your Practice. And I would love to have you in there. If you, if you fit that description and you feel like you're one of my people, I'm gathering you like a hen with her chickens, okay? Please join the group. And if you can't find it, just friend me. And I'll whenever a female dentist friends me, then I go, oh, maybe she wants to be in the group and I'll invite you. So we'd love to have you there. The more people who join, the stronger we are. And we keep it really positive there. We solve problems together and just stay connected in a positive way. So that I'll be one, well, we will be one positive thing that passes through your newsfeed every day, okay? Now let's get back to this topic at hand. As you may know, if you listen to the other episode, I talked about the feeling of shame and also the feeling of sadness that I went through after I found out that I was being publicly criticized. And what I want to do today is talk about the fallout from that. So my first podcast episode, we talked about what those feelings felt like to me and how I redirected to try to feel more love for myself and also um, the people who criticized me. Because love feels way better than shame and sadness. Uh, and that worked out, worked out really well. And I might point out too, that sure did take some lemons and turn it into lemonade. Because after I released that podcast, I had the busiest week of my podcast ever. Like by a lot. So thank you. If you're new um, here and that podcast episode brought you in, come along for another episode where we process a negative emotion. Woo! <laughs> so anyway... Um, after the, you know, the following weeks or days after I recorded that podcast, I did focus a lot on self-love, but I have this other feeling and I'm not quite sure at first I didn't know what the feeling was, but I noticed that I really wanted to hide 
I didn't want to get out there and do more podcast episodes because what if people are saying bad things about my episodes? Maybe they still think it sucks. Or, you know, maybe they have reason to think that I'm really not that great. And so I had this feeling and it was kind of like, you know what, maybe you should stick to what you already know, Laura. Just go back to your dentisting and find some class two cavities and find some cracks that you can crown and just stick to what you know you're good at. And I know that many of you have experienced this feeling and I'll tell you what the feeling is in just a minute, but bear with me here while I give you some examples of things that you maybe have experienced. Number one, you set a goal, but you didn't reach the goal. Number two, you see signs that your employees aren't on board and you're telling yourself that you don't know how to lead them very well. Maybe they got attitude or they're not following instructions or they're making mistakes. Number three, maybe a family member is mad at you and has cut off contact with you. Or number four, maybe you got a bad review. That's the clearest example I can give to another dentist because when you get that review and you read it and you're like, oh my gosh, people are saying bad things about me. Oh, it's, it's an emotional roller coaster. Let's admit it. So what I want to do is I want to walk you through this feeling that I had that led to a desire for me to hide. And I'm going to show you how I process this because I think that it will be very helpful for you in your situations when you have this. So the first thing that I did when I noticed I was wanting to hide was I decided to name my emotion and I just sat down and I put on some really good music and I said, what is the name of this thing I am feeling? And I described how it felt too. So I want to describe to you the physical sensation. It made me feel like I wanted to be as small as possible. And I felt like I had a rock in my belly and it wasn't a very big rock, but it was very heavy, like heavier than lead, heavier than gold, just sitting in there, weighing me down, maybe stopping me from wanting to, wanting to move. And I decided that this feeling was called defeat. And I just named it and I said, I am feeling defeat. And this defeat feels heavy and it feels like I want to hide. And the next thing that I did, this is step number two, is that I decided to put this feeling into its context. And what I mean by that is that I went over in my mind the purpose or the reason that we humans have emotions in the first place, okay? So, and I'm going to do this from like a biological standpoint, not a philosopher's standpoint. Our brains want to keep us safe and evolution, it has different goals. One is for us to be safe. One is to stay alive. One is to reproduce. And we've been given this biological cue system that we call emotions. So the reason that I'm telling you this is because I want you to see that it's evolution and biology that wanted me to feel this feeling of defeat. And the reason is because evolution doesn't really understand the situation that I live in now. And it, as in evolution, believes that if I give up on something that I've been shown I'm not good at, then that will keep me more safe. Okay, so basically I said to myself, Biology is the reason that I'm feeling this feeling. 
And I understand that my brain thinks that I definitely should not be making more podcasts because that's going to put me into an unsafe position. But actually, if I think about it logically, making podcast episodes doesn't put me in any physical danger at all. I'm just sitting here in my office. I'm looking at the beautiful woods out here um, outside my window. It's six degrees outside, but we have a fog. So every single stick and branch on the tree is defined by a little bit of white crystal. And I have a bird feeder outside of my window, which has basically become bird party central. I've got woodpeckers, cardinals, jays, and, and sparrows all out there having a little party. I'm safe. I am physically so safe. I'm warm. I have water to drink. I can make a podcast and my brain might be nervous about it, but my brain doesn't really understand that I'm not in any actual physical danger. The next thing, and this is step number three, and this is where coaching comes in, is that I need to understand that the feeling I have didn't come from words on a computer screen and it didn't even come from the thoughts and the feelings of the people who decided that it was a good idea to not approve of me. My feeling came from my interpretation, my brain's interpretation of that event. So because what I want you to understand is all of our feelings start from the thoughts in our brains. And when I say thoughts, what I mean is the sentences or the pictures in our minds. And I want to include pictures too because sometimes it's so fast I didn't even have time to say a sentence, but maybe I pictured something. For example, I could picture someone at their keyboard banging out, go, taking effort to criticize me. I could go into the effort of doing that and it's in my mind and I didn't even have time to think a sentence, but I'm already feeling shame and then sadness and then defeat, right? And that can be hard. It can be hard to sit there and know that the reason that you're feeling something unpleasant isn't because somebody did something quote unquote mean. It's because of us. It's because of our brain and what we are thinking in our mind. And that's, it's hard because you don't want to take the responsibility. It's so much easier to blame somebody else for it and say, hey, you made me feel bad. What you did made me feel bad. But I just want you to understand, and this is critical to being a happy person. Other people's actions did not make you feel anything. It's how you thought about the action that created the feeling. And when we blame other people for how we feel, we are giving them all of our power to feel good. Whereas if we take it back and I say to myself, okay, I'm feeling defeated because of something that I'm thinking in my brain, that means I took my power back because I can actually change what I'm thinking and therefore I can change how I'm feeling. Nobody else can do it. Not anyone in the universe. Not even the person who criticized me. People, actually. Those people cannot come back to me and say, we want you to feel good now. That doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It has to do with what I'm thinking in my mind. 
So the next thing that we got to do, and this is step number four, is we need to identify the thought that is creating the feeling we don't want. And for me, it was the feeling of defeat. So I was walking around feeling this and acting like I wanted to hide, but I didn't take the time to recognize what thought was creating it. So again, I sat down, I put my headphones on, I put on my best music, and I did what's called a thought download, which is my pen and my paper and my thoughts. And I just write out every thought that I'm thinking at that moment. And then when I'm done with the download, I can stop, I can look at those sentences and see which ones are making me feel defeated. And once you find the thought, you can evaluate it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, 99.9% of our thoughts that we have in our mind are auto-generated. Our brain didn't ask us if they were actually useful or true. They just went ahead and thought it either from habits that we had or from neurological um, programming that's in there, that's in there to keep us safe, you know, evolution, biology, that type of stuff. So I'm going to evaluate the thought and I'm going to ask myself two questions. Is this thought even true? And is it serving me? In other words, am I getting something good out of this thought? Do I want to keep the thought? And I'm sitting here with my paper looking at um, the, the thoughts, the thought download. And I have, I'm not very good anyway. I don't deserve to be heard. My ideas aren't original. And this is the one I chose to look at. I'm not that special. And that might sound familiar. And I know that because I've coached many of you and some of you have thought something similar. I'm not that special or I'm not very good. I'm inadequate. And so what I did was I asked myself if that thought is true. And honestly, I have to say, I don't think it is true. I have my own unique qualities. And even if I'm not making a podcast, even if I'm not saving teeth from cracks, I'm still special. I have relationships that I value And even without that, I'm still me. I can breathe. I can feel. I can move my body. I have reasons why I'm special that have nothing to do with whether I'm worthy of that specialness or not. And I decided that the thought I'm not that special is actually not serving me. Because when I think it, and I have a habit of thinking it now, it makes me feel like I want to hide. And if I'm hiding, then I'm not helping you guys. Or anybody else. And so I decided that that was a thought habit that I, I would like to work on getting rid of. But you can't just decide you're getting rid of a thought. Because they're very persistent. They're kind of like water seeping into a roof with a little crack on it. It's kind of like, well, maybe I can sneak in over here or over here. And it takes a little bit of effort. It's not actually difficult, but it takes a consciousness and an awareness to get rid of a thought and it takes time. So what I did, and this is coaching that I'm telling you about right now, this is what I work on with my clients, is I decided that I was going to consciously decide how I wanted to look at the situation and how I wanted to feel going forward. 
And so I did kind of a half of a model, the model being how I break down situations for me and my clients. And I decided that my situation or my circumstance, I was going to define as words were said online. Everybody can agree that the words were said. And I noticed I didn't say anything about whether they were good or bad. I just said that words were said online. That's my best neutral description. And I decided that the most useful feeling for me to feel about the fact that I'm public now, people can criticize me if they want. The thing that I want to feel is invigorated. So like, for example, when I first signed up for life coaching school, I felt giddy. I felt so invigorated. You could not stop me from writing and blogging and videoing and trying to get the message out of it. Listen, you guys, I have got information that is going to make your life so much better. And with that invigoration, I had all this momentum and I was unstoppable. I was working towards this and that, my life coach certification and my podcast and, and reaching out to people who said they wanted help. But the thing is that this goes back to where feelings come from. I wasn't feeling invigorated. And the reason was because of this thought. I'm not really that special. And so what I needed to do was choose a new way to look at this fact that I'm public. Okay? And this is what I chose. I was born to deliver this message for my people. And this is something that I truly believe. I truly believe that even my route of becoming a dentist and all the hard things that I have gone through in my life have landed me to this place where I am better suited to help you. Like literally the person who is in their minivan or um, doing their dishes with their headphones in their in their ears right now, guys, I have been studying this to help you. And I am born to deliver this message to you. And that is what I am practicing thinking. And it does create a feeling of invigoration. I literally had to go and do my makeup so I could sit down and record this podcast right now after I thought of my sentence. Now I want you to know that I'm going to feel defeat again because my brain and my body are a a product of evolution and biology. And I already have a habit of thinking that I'm not that special. So what I need to do is I have to continue to be aware of when I am feeling defeated. And when I am aware, I am going to have an internal dialogue with myself that looks like this. Oh, I see I'm feeling defeated again. My brain must be telling me that I'm not that special. Yes, that's correct. You are not that special. Okay, brain, I see what you're saying. However, I I understand what your goal is. You're trying to keep me safe, but I am choosing a new thought because I want to create something different than wanting to hide. And my new thought is, oops, I better get it so I can read it. I was born to deliver this message for my people. And I just say it in my head or out loud because the more I say it, the more I write it, the more I think it, the more it becomes a neurological habit in my mind and the more it becomes the feeling of invigoration. And that's how that works. I'm just going to review this real quick and 
Um, if you want, you could listen to it again and write down the steps or just join in the Facebook group I was talking about earlier and we can have a talk about it. All right, so number one, this is the review. We're going to name the feeling and we're going to describe the feeling. Okay, so this is defeat. It makes me feel small, like I want to hide, like I have a tiny, heavy rock in my belly. Number two, I'm going to put it into context. My biology encoded my brain and my body to feel this emotion right now. Number three, I'm going to review that feelings come from my thoughts, not anybody else's actions or thoughts. The thought that's creating my feeling right now is X. And I'm going to make a thought download and I'm going to figure out what thought is creating the feeling that I don't want to feel. And I'm going to ask myself, is this thought even true? And is it serving me? Is it helping me create the life that I want? And then I'm going to choose a new way to look at the situation and I'm going to practice it. I'm going to rehearse it. I'm going to try it again and again in my mind. Now, if this is resonating with you, if you're like, holy crap, this is exactly what I need in my life right now. You have a couple of options that both would really help you out. First of all, if you are new to my podcast, I suggest going back to the beginning and just listen to them because I go over these, these subjects and everyone is designed to help you feel more empowered, especially when it comes to your feelings. And remember, your feelings lead to your actions. So if you're wanting to change your practice or your life, it starts with how you're feeling, okay? And the other one is if you've listened and you're like, damn, this girl has got what I need. You can go to my website. It's loveyourpractice.net and click to apply to my program. You know, even if you decide not to be in the program, you get an hour of your time with me and I will help you see some things that your brain is doing and it will be worthwhile. I know it will be. So no matter what you decide, come in to listen to the practice, come to the group, come to meet me online. I'm looking forward to meeting you and I hope you all have a wonderful week and a wonderful month. Oh, and a wonderful year. It's 2021. Woohoo! Talk to you ladies soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Love Your Practice with Dr. Laura Mock. I would love to meet you. To join our movement, find the Facebook group called Love Your Practice and request to join. If you can't find it, just send me a message and I'll add you. You'll find me there helping all of my ladies to fall in love with their businesses and have a better life.